Joy 99.7 FM. It's about four minutes past seven o'clock. And of course, the Thursday personality profile is coming up very shortly. And this evening, we're actually bringing you a playback of a very interesting conversation that I had with a great man. Yes, the Pro Vice Chancellor of the Ghana Communication Technology University, Professor Robert Abel Hinton. Yes, I had a conversation with him a couple, um, well, months back. And we thought it would be great to, you know, hear his story. Uh, from serving as Deputy Vice-Chancellor Academic at the University of Kigali in Rwanda and Rector of the Perez University in Ghana. He's got a very interesting story. And we capture it all in this conversation that I want you to listen to. Stay tuned in. Hi, this is Nana Wendo. Listen to Personality Profiles with Lessons Bill. Get inspired, get nourished, and grow to be the best that you want to be. Personality Profile and 99.7 FM. Hello, Ghana. My name is Senor Jose, CEO of the Ghana Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexus Bale because it delivers the value that sets you apart for success. I'm Vera Krakofi, current affairs editor of BBC Africa. Keep listening to Lexus Bill on Personality Profile on Joy 99.7 FM. You could just be able to hear the best piece of advice that sets you on the course to success. Hi, this is Mr. Simons. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexus Bell. This is the program that inspires you and brings you very close to your role models. Hi, this is Nadia Antano, Miss Ghana 2013. Keep listening to Personality Profile with Lexus Bell every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Joy FM and be inspired. Hi, my name is James Ebo White, or everyone calls me Uncle Ebo White. You know, what you'll be five years from now depends on only two things. The books you read and the people you meet. On Personality Profile, you meet the kind of people you meet. You need to meet to make your transition to your greatness. You want a program that would help you, inspire you, motivate you. Why bother to turn to other channels? Just stay here on Personality Profile and you get all the inspiration you need.
Yes, you could be sitting in the Hall of Fame and the world will know your name. Good evening, Ghana. Welcome to Personality Profile here on Joy 99.7 FM. My name is Lexus Bill and I'm so happy that we have a Thursday evening again. But hey, I was excited about coming back, especially because of the guests that I have today. Yeah, sit back, relax and enjoy an hour of a great conversation that's going to inspire you that you probably would want to share as well with your friends and family. So we're live on Facebook, okay? This video is live on Facebook and we're live on Joy 99.7 FM. Now get onto Facebook and share the link with your friends and family. You can drop it in the WhatsApp groups because look, my guest is one you'd want the whole world to listen to. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome aboard. Tonight, I spent time with one of the most amazing scholars of the 21st century. And that's not me exaggerating. No. If you can attain two doctorates and full professorship within 10 years and for two consecutive years be ranked as the AD Scientific Index by the AD Scientific Index as the leading marketing scholar in Africa, then truly you deserve all the accolades. Yeah. Yeah. My guest deserves it all and more. Yeah. It might sound all rosy and glamorous now, but the beginning... So what's far from that? It's a story that you and I could pick some inspiration from, no doubt. In his own words, setbacks matter little if you have a God to lean on and you learn from your mistakes. Our confession is single. Even though our beginnings may be small, our end will be great. You will hear more of these from my guest himself. He has served as the Deputy Vice-Chancellor Academic at the University of Kigali in Rwanda and Rector of the Perez University College in Ghana. He's also a Professor of Marketing and holds visiting professor appointments in universities in Europe and Africa, a widely published scholar. He's published in several international, internationally recognized journals and edits the Palgrave studies of marketing in emerging economies, he has been ranked for two consecutive years, 2021-2022, by the AD Scientific Index as the leading marketing scholar in Africa. He holds a DPhil in marketing and a PhD in international business economics from the Aalborg University Business School in Denmark. My guest is the Pro Vice Chancellor of the Ghana Communication Technology University, Professor Robert Ibo Henson. Welcome, Prof. Hey, like it's good to see you, man. Really I'm excited, you. man. Yeah, really good to see you. Yeah, well, this, this studio always evokes very fond memories because I've been coming here for like 30 years. You know, and then <laughs> I, I was chatting with my friend Alex Bamfo earlier today. We used to yeah. come here to meet Azigiza Junior. Oh, yeah, my like, goodness. Well, Back in the day. Th things we do for laugh. <laughs> they will put ourselves in a bus. They will travel here and come and talk about things that have to do with um, how uh, young people should live their lives and yeah I've been, look this i've been here with uh Komla Duma, with yeah. Kojopon Kuma, with yeah. Albert Okran. and you know i started advertising so i mean these were the days of samens and uh, right. Oswald Mensa and philippa yesu and yeah so multimedia they have been there from the beginning so, so you're uh, back home yeah absolutely <laughs> you're yeah. back home <laughs> yeah in my, in my my purple tie <laughs> there you go Pur purple tie purple <laughs> po pocket square absolutely. purple socks absolutely and he's in a purple, purple seat as well <laughs> absolutely yes so it's Look, all good i need this camera to pan <laughs> from top to bottom so you guys can actually see <laughs> I, I didn't know you were a fashionista like that i'm trying i'm trying you can't Prof. be a marketing professor and not be dapper. Uh, to be you are totally dapper. We Look, try. The, the try, outfit is just fit for the occasion. We, we, try. we need to celebrate you. We you're try, a great sir. man. And I'm so happy that you're here today. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. God I'm here as well. Yes, yeah. please. I remember working with you on uh, the Educational Scholarship Reality Show. Absolutely. The challenge with Tigo back in the day. Absolutely. This was a good time. Yeah, right? With the British yeah, Council. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh, the the, yeah. the conveners in South Africa now make you a lot of money. What's the name? again oh um, really yeah 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 he's oh the gentleman from yeah. uh british Which council yes uh, yes, yes i remember him. now yeah 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 doing very well yeah. good stuff i'm yeah. excited absolutely well it it, uh, it goes full circle eventually doesn't absolutely. it absolutely yeah yes anyway so let me congratulate you first um, Thank you. because I haven't had the opportunity to congratulate you personally since you were appointed uh, Pro VC. the Pro-VC of yes, GTUC, GCTU, GCTU actually. Yes yes, 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 yes. Congratulations. Thank you so very much. I'm sure much, that's yeah. a very 
exciting appointment for you oh absolutely and you know what what makes it so fascinating is that you know um gctu is two years old from a public uh, university standpoint because we got our charter in 2020. okay now this is a deja vu moment for me because you know i i joined um, an ad agency called originate several years ago and we we built the brand from scratch so gc2 is almost like a flashback to my practitioner days because okay. i'm working with a phenomenal vice chancellor called professor Henio Fuakwa and they just completed a like a 10-year strategic plan so everything is new and fresh and exciting and innovative mm. and if you look at the act establishing the university we are supposed to run information technology related courses so I mean, if you think of metaverse and AI and IT, yeah. it's like the best university to work in at this time. So yeah. I'm very happy to yeah. be here. Yes, very please. futuristic. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And you know, the future is digital. You don't need a PhD to know that mobile, for instance, took over long ago. And Africa yeah. has been forefront in mobile te technology issues. And um, this week, we've had the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission coming through to look at 13 new programs from diploma all the way to PhD. Mm. in issues around computer science it is so lexis trust me it's it's a fantastic opportunity and i'm so happy i, I for want you. to make i'm so happy it. for you congratulations yes, you know thank you very much. i remember listening to you at the african regent hotel at yes, the yes. breakfast meeting for business executives and professionals absolutely with the uh, bishop eddie adi absolutely and the macarius team absolutely and one thing that stood out for me was the fact that you emphasized the role of god in all your achievements absolutely god absolutely. has been good prof oh he's been hey, he's been magnanimous so look when you you lose your dad uh, around the time I write you on O levels in Achimoto school, and God still looks after you to become a full professor, you can thank Him on a daily basis. And yeah. I'm not perfect, huh? but I have a certain resolute uh, fixation on God and what He can do for me. So my daily routine will be like a 4 a.m. start, mm -hmm. pray for an hour, you go and run for an hour and a half, you come back, and then you know, once the day is committed to God, it will work. Yes, and 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 that's how I go into every day and trust God for the kind of. Um, help he grants me on a day-to-day -day basis and mm. one thing i also enjoy is eating the word of god ravenously and then using it to deal with life situations as they unfold on a day-to-day -day basis so i keep telling everybody who's a christian business person that it's a non-negotiable requirement for success that you have a lot of the word of god in your belly i mean you should know what's in psalm 37 verse 4 and verse 5 it says Delight yourself in the Lord, He will grant you desires of your heart. The verse 5 says, Commit your way also unto Him, and mm. He shall bring it to pass. When you cut to Proverbs 16 3, it also says, Commit your plans to the Lord and do succeed. These are basic scriptures for living a good life. And I've been under the light as umbrella. September will be 28 years. Wow. I joined in 1994 when I went to first year. And my, my friend Philippa, Agrimensa, then she's Philippa Kokana, she invited me. And we've been slinging it out since then. When I was in Rwanda, we opened the Lighthouse Kigali branch. I was there when the building was launched, you know. Wow. So I was sort of fellowshipping with them before I came back and joined the Macarius again. So God has been good to God me. God has been good. Absolutely. 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 So, yes. you know, I saw a tweet you posted back in 2020. Yes. <laughs> you mentioned how you were an average student during yes, so O, o levels, graduated with a second class lower. My brother. But later you get nine A's yeah. and a B plus. Yeah. First year MBA, you joined UG at 29 without Absolutely. a PhD, Absolutely. at 39 with two doctorates and full professorship. Absolutely. So, you know, your earlier results were not lack of brilliance. I mean, that's what I actually thought. Yeah, it was. It was. Where, so, my there dad had just died. Factors. My dad had just died. Mm. And so, when I got into Ligon, I think I wasn't as focused as I should have been. So, mm. the first two years were rough. But by the time I was getting to the third and the fourth years, I was beginning to coast. Okay. So I ended up with a very fascinating 3.23 grade point average. If I had gotten a 0 0.2 in addition, I would have gotten 3.25, which was an upper. But guess what happened? Because me, I knew I was disadvantaged, I went to the late director, the man, Professor Nkrumah, and I said, Professor Nkrumah, guess what? You know, we don't have an alumni association. How about you hire me for national service? So we built the School of Administration Alumni Association from scratch. We were in a room called G10. And we built it, mobilized it. And the man said, ah, but if you build this alumni association, you take me for masters. I want to do MPhil by the grace of God. I got nine A's and a B plus. My brother, I haven't looked back since then. Just believing God and moving, 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 moving. Hmm. When I 
I, I, I was doing the, 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 so the MPhil, I got 90s and a B plus in the first year, did my thesis and passed. Then I also went to Lego. Now, when I joined, I didn't have a, a doctorate degree, but through a certain in, interesting confluence of uh, circumstances, I ended up with a DPhil in marketing from Lego itself, mm -hmm. and then a PhD in international business from Marburg University in Denmark. But let me share this with my, my listener, just so that we get a good perspective. I think I cut my marketing teeth in industry. Okay. So the five years I spent working on brands like Space Phone, then Asa, Symantec, Canon, APC, Microsoft, we, we launched the data bank EPAC. We launched the, 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 the Enterprise Life brand from beginning. So when it was born as ELAC, we were there. Yeah. So we, we did the Societe General brand. We, we metamorphosed it from SSB to SGSSB. Right. So I worked on like 50, 60 brands before I went to University of Ghana. And I'm always eternally grateful to God that I learned the rudiments of performance, meeting targets, mm -hmm. making sales pitches before I joined a public sector entity. Now, I think that's so crucial because I think the discipline I learned was from working in industry. Right. Why am I making this point? I'm making this point because, you know, there's this debate around are the graduates ready for town? Uh, the universities mm -hmm. say, we just train generally. You train them the way you want. Yeah. And there, there's this to and fro. So, like, me, my simple uh, take on this matter is this. I think those of us in the academy must consistently keep our finger on the pulse of industry. Mm -hmm. So we get a keen sense of the changing requirements of the workplace. Yeah. That way, we keep refining our curricula to speak to what industry wants. I don't support the school that says, oh, train them generally. When they yeah. come, you mold them into what I think yeah. that there should be a middle ground. So yeah. that's why I'm so blessed that I had five, six years solid industry work. Yeah. And by the way, I started again through my friend Stero. He used to work here also on Mensa. He called me one day when I was in Legon and said, a guy called Mr. Minka wants a salesperson for some Indo tech or GIFX or something. So I started selling air conditioners and uh, uh, white Westinghouse air conditioners and refrigerators sometime 1996 because mm. Stero gave me the lead. And then he set up a showroom around Farcourt Food Complex in Alaji. So I used to run from Legon, come and sell this somewhere, run back to Legon. So <laughs> as for me, the Walant Walans, I started long ago, just believing God to keep my eye on the ball. So yes, I've been doing this marketing yeah. thing for 26 years and it's been a blessing. You know, it's interesting you talk about the curriculum uh, and how it should be reviewed almost every year to meet industry needs and all. I read the piece by the president of uh, Pennsylvania's largest, second largest institution of higher education, Temple University, Jason Absolutely. Wingard. You Absolutely. actually shared that Absolutely. article Absolutely. Um, titled, Consider This My Burning Platform, Absolutely. Memo for Higher Ed. So he intimated that the value of the degree has reached its peak and it's on the wane. There are uh, a lot of factors to blame. I mean, cost affordability to curriculum relevance to the, you know, evolving skill needs to advances in automation and technology and all of that. And even in the article, some employers said that, look, the college degree has ceased to be a guarantee that employers were going to get what they want. Absolutely. Absolutely. So his thoughts are that, look, we need to, just like you said, adapt Absolutely. to industry and review it every year. Absolutely. Do you see that happening in Ghana? Okay, so in Ghana, the curriculum development cycles are so long that, <laughs> I mean, from trying to incept a program to when it actually rolls out can be anything between 12 to 24 months. So it's a little tricky. However, I think that in lieu of a full review, mm. you can be doing tweaks as you go along. I mean, if I teach a course called sales management and i know there's a sales simulation software i must teach my students i don't need the ghana tertiary education commission or the leadership of gctu to tell me to inculcate that into my curriculum mm. so even if we don't get massive wholesale revisions at the corporate level the individual lecturers who teach the individual courses they need to innovate mm. i mean my friend dr Comenza, is very big on things like uh, destination Legon, and I think I saw him today or yesterday on Twitter or something talking about how it's coming on again. And this guy has been running these 
tourism fairs every year for the last I don't know how many years. Mm. And he, the point of that is to get the students a practical feel of what it means to actually go into small retail and package Ghana as a destination, so on and so forth. So I think if we could move to reviewing this, and the Ghanaian standard today is five years. So when GTEC comes and says, Lexis Bill University, I've approved a course in health informatics for you. You are supposed to go back after five years to get it reviewed. Five years is not bad, but the pace at which the world is moving, maybe we need to look at reviewing that horizon a bit. Because look, nowadays, you can take a digital marketing course, go to Coursera, Udemy, take something hot sweet, and with $200, probably have the skills that a BSc marketing student from a public university may not have. So when you get to the workplace, this guy with a $200 short course might actually deliver faster value than the guy who did the four years BSc marketing program, right. which is not to say the BSc marketing program is not good. But we need to start contextualizing what we offer okay. in order to make them more ready for the business market. You're in you're in business mode, actually. <laughs> let yes, me switch back to, to to getting to know you a bit more, That's Prof. That's fair. Le, le, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Oh, me, I grew up in Osu, just down the road from me, uh, in a place called Osu CDC, Cafe de Coleman. And um, Osu CDC is very close to the Osu Presbyterian Church. Mm. And I went up the cemetery and then in front to a place called Metin Nursery School. Then I continued from there to another place called Richard School. Then I went from Richard, I passed through 37 and I went to Achibota School. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a Metin, it, it's been a Metin, um, it's been a Metin, uh, a, a Metin, Richard, Achibota. But the thing yeah. with Achibota was that it was like, um, it was like, um, how do I say this? It was, it was, it was an interesting occurrence because my father was in infantspim and I'm sure if he was in Ghana at the time I was going to school, I would end up in infantspim. He was house prefect in Sabapiko. Mm. But as it turns out, when he was, I was going to form one, he was in the Gambia. So he said for ease of visitation, I would just stay in Achimota. So that's how come I ended up in Achimota. But where, 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 what, what did he do at the time? Uh, my father. Yes. He, he was in insurance. He, he set up uh, an insurance company called Sinigambia Insurance with a guy called Babu Sise. So every holiday, I used to fly to the Gambia when I was in Achimota mm. to go and do holidays and come back. Those were the days of Captain Kwache Safo, Captain Forsen, and it, it, it was a good ride. So me, I learned long ago about things like uh, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, Liberia. I used, I used to go and watch uh, Jules Bokande. You know, he used to play for the Senegalese national team, Jules okay. Bokande. So I used to go to Dakar to watch soccer sometimes with some of my father's friends. So I, I always pride myself that one thing that distinguishes the Henson brand is that I know Africa very, very well. People know Heathrow, they know JFK, they don't know where Yundum International is. No, they, they can't tell you. <laughs> they don't know what's happening in, in Sierra Leone or Liberia. Yeah. But I've done Liberia, I've done Sierra Leone, I know Senegal, I know Kenya, I know Botswana, I know Namibia, I know Sa South Africa, I know different sports, I know Riches Bay, I know Deban, I, I, I know. Like, Africa is my home. Yeah. And when I was leaving, the industry to join academia what happened was that i left a job that was paying me something like 12.7 million a month old ghana cities for one that paid me 2.7 million a month now that's like taking a thousand cd pay cut to leave a, a high-flying industry job to join a university where you're going to start from the bottom like a lizard about to climb a tree yeah. but i made that switch and i remember my personal brand vision at the time was if god would be gracious I wanted to be the leading voice in marketing on the continent of Africa. You told yourself that? So last year when it happened, I told my brother, ah, I was, I was right. She said, hey, Nakona, get by me, get by me. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and we all laughed because I, I, I didn't know she even remembered the time I met her that this was one of the reasons why I wanted to become an academic. Yeah. That one day, if God would be so gracious, I'd probably be one of the, if I wanted to be one of the leading voices in market, not the leading. Yes. So but last year, when the ranking was done out of 48,000 plus scholars and I was ranked, I was like, yes, the miracle has occurred. So when I mentioned to her, she goes, hey, Babin, hey, Babin, you don't want to share. And then we all laughed about it, you know, but, so yeah, wow. that, that has been my story. And so, so your upbringing sounds a bit privileged. 
Do you know Kobolo boys? You, what, what are you talking about? I used to, you know Dikos. Dikos. I mean, you, you, no, no, do you know Dikos? You, you, so you, you don't go to Dikos. Gambia for... No, do you know Dikos? You go to Gambia for no, holidays. No, do, do you know Dikos? Go and watch football no, no, with daddy. No, 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 do you know Dikos? Dikos? I know Dikos. Ah, okay. So when I was growing up in Osu, we were dealing with Dikos and, and Gota to Gota. So the people I grew up with, they, they were not Dadaba or anything. I think... But my, you were Dadaba. Well, if you now that I think about if you add Merton to Richard Chachimota, I don't sound too Ijaba anymore. Ex- I always thought I was a Jabba. <laughs> but after tonight I think I'll revise my You mind. have yeah. to revise yeah. it because I, I mean I didn't even know the Richard part and the Merton. I'm like, I, know, oh, I went to Richard. Look at you. Like, yeah, like <laughs> Nana Buidu and Queen yeah. here. Very very big people. Yeah, it's, 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 it's been a, a mm. very good ride. God God has been gracious, you know. Was that your childhood dream? Uh to, to, to do to what? To get into marketing. And so to do what you're doing now, or probably be, a, okay. be in academia. So when I was in the school of admin then, they used to laugh at marketing people that if you do marketing, you go and sell tomatoes, yeah, <laughs> to a tomato seller. So the most fashionable courses were accounting, or yeah. if you couldn't fall in account, you go and fall in banking and finance. Mm-hmm. Marketing was for like those who, you know, ironically, they, they, they said marketing was those who were not quantitative. My brother, if you study the leading marketing scholars in the world, your Philip Kotler and the rest, their PhDs were in chemistry, physics, mathematics, engineering. In fact, if you look at some of the biggest marketing people on this continent, their degree was not in marketing. Mm. It was in economics, engineering, statistics. So the myth that marketing is not quantitative and that if you want to read, you go and do marketing. I don't know where it came from. So, me, when I looked at myself, I saw that, no, this finance and accounting thing, it would take Takashi to do it. All this net present, value amortization, <laughs> something, working capital, all this thing. The blessing will not come from there. So, <laughs> I, found, I found a path that I felt was more suited to my natural inclinations. Mm. My brother, I have not regretted one day. And you know, marketing, eh? you know, we are talking about the dollar that is battering the city. We mm. talk about fundamentally changing the structure of our economy. Mm-hmm. We say big things like we have to export more. All these big words is marketing. Hey, listen, if we are finding products that are exportable, we are doing international business, export my international marketing. This thing we are doing now is marketing. You are delivering eyeballs. If this program works well, next time your advertising spend will go. People will come and buy. Mm-hmm. So marketing for me is the glue that holds everything together because whether you like it or not, you are in marketing. You are right. a pastor. You are in marketing. You are engineering in marketing. So for both the entrepreneurial business and the multinational, marketing is an essential component of business success. That's yeah. why I love the subject too much. Yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yes, good stuff. Yes. Well, if you're just joining in, Prof. Henson is my guest on Personality Profile, and you can actually send in uh, your messages. I know a lot of people are sending in some already. My I'll read. students, my yeah, students. your students. Yes. You, you've got like. <laughs> thousands of students Tens listening of right now and i'm sure we can do a roll call today if yes. you've been lectured yes. by prof henson yes. you can send us a whatsapp message on 55 as yes. we get to tell his story we get to celebrate his journey yes, and i mean you, you deserve it you've done you've done amazingly well for yourself and we're proud of you thank we're you really proud of much, you sir. thank the you the top much. marketing scholar two years back to back in africa it's a blessing out of 48,000. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. And for me, though, let me confess, those accolades matter little mm. if my scholarship doesn't benefit the continent. So if you follow me on social media, I've been waging some kind of argument in the last week or two that, look, business scholarship that doesn't affect the business community, for me, is an exercise in futility. So you can get all the high H index six, you can be cited by five million people. But mm. if you're not helping to solve Ghana's marketing problems, Ghana's distribution channel, you're not helping people from export promotion or the Jospon group or Enterprise Life or APSA. So the articles you what do you do with them? So I'm a very hands-on type of person. I sit on several boards. I do very intense consulting. I, I train a lot. Next week, for instance, I'm flying to Durban on Tuesday. And I'm going to speak at the opening of a brand new business school at the Durban University of Technology on Wednesday evening. And I feel so proud that I'm being given this privilege because 
I know the vision of that school and it aligns with my vision about building a better Africa through marketing. Mm. So anything that pushes Africa forward, if marketing yeah. can be involved in it, my hands are up, I, I, I want to join. So yeah. I think scholarship must benefit the community mm-hmm. or it's just scholarship that is just there for the sake of scholarship. Yeah. That, that's yeah. my personal philosophy. Not everybody agrees with me because people feel sometimes you must be a good professor for the sake of it. Yeah. For a business scholar in particular, I cannot accept that notion. So I think your scholarship must affect the community. You you're doing well in academia, and I'm 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 literally wondering why you decided to make the switch from industry to academia. Oh, okay. So my late father said, "You always leave the stage when the applause is loudest." At the time I was leaving, what hadn't I done? Every big bank, look, from Dr. Banos, NTAC Limited, through Data Bank, through Steers. I mean, I worked on the famous Steers. Come on. So we had done it all, you know, and I felt as if that was the good point to transition. And trust me, if you call my former boss, Mr. John Rana, who is now the president of the International Advertising Association, and anybody who used to work there at the time, when I left, they could call and ask, okay, so, Merchant Bank, where were we? So, we stayed friends, and there was no issue with my leaving until today we are still friends. So I transitioned one because I felt academia gave me a wider state to be a blessing. I mean, if you work in advertising, you can serve 30 clients, 40 clients. But in academia, you can serve a million people, literally. It's almost like deciding to become a pastor. You minister to thousands instead of just yeah. 10 people. Yeah. So I felt it to be a bigger stage, and I felt I had a lot more to offer Plus, I had the private vision of one day becoming one of the leading places yeah. in marketing in Africa. Yes, but so, it didn't. It didn't make sense financially at the no, time. No, 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 no. People thought I, I was mentally incapacitated. Like, ah, what did you do? I said, what did you do? <laughs> you know, sometimes, you see, if 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 your your you, you structure your thinking only around pecuniary gain or financial gain, you run as fast as you're supposed to run. But if you see beyond a paycheck. Mm. you will last for a very, very long time. And so when I was making the switch, I remember my boss, the late Daniel Chung Jr., called me and wanted to negotiate around salary. I said, oh, the money, the good. I said, really? Okay, there you go, Figo. And, and that was it because, I mean, like, I wasn't going to Carl Bank or to Standard Chartered or anything. So to the extent that I was going to get a bigger salary, yeah, he understood the, 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 the mission and understood mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. And he gave me his fullest blessing. Till today, I'm so honored that he gave me his fullest blessing. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. I, I did the switch, and I haven't regretted one day since. I mean, it's been it's been an excellent ride. I haven't regretted. I mean... I'm so, sure that when you did the switch as well, it wasn't rosy. You, no, no, no. You hey, had to adjust. What brother, was one of the challenges? My brother, Rosie, I don't even know what that word means. So that <laughs> time, you know, when you're leaving an agency where you are, like, number three, CEO, CEO, and then you are account director. And you are going to an university where you are starting from the bottom as some junior lecturer, I mean, sharing office. Hey, it was it was tough. But you see, because we had made up our mind. Oh, and by the way, before I went to Lego, I passed through Ashesi for one semester. So I taught marketing Ashesi for one semester to the very first group of BSc admin students. So people like Patrick Quanson, Mami Dufier, I taught those people marketing. And I always feel proud that given the phenomenal success of Rashesi has become, mm. at least I have one semester pl- plugged in there as well. <laughs> and, then, and then I have 90 and a half plugged into Legon, and we'll see what I can plug into GCTU as well. But hey. But oh, hold up. Yes. Why one semester? So, so, you know, I was transitioning. So I was going to Legon anyway. So it was just to test how Laboni was and how the school was. <laughs> but, but it was a good experience. I mean, look, one thing I can say for Ashesi is that, look, this is 2003, 18, 19 years ago. Mm-hmm. Even as far back as then, they were using something called MaxStrat, which was like a marketing simulation software. So Ashesi, they saw the thing long ago, and it's something I really, really appreciate them for. But what has happened to me since academia, my brother, I've been to... <laughs> Warwick, I've spoken on Brandy Africa in Warwick, I've been to Said Business School, I've been to Copenhagen Business School, I've spoken at UNISA, I spoke, like, 
the, I've I've become like a global ambassador, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I don't think advertisement has given that sort of stage. Right. So when you you put it all together. I still think God has been very gracious yeah. and I have affected many more people than I would have done if I'd stayed in the private sector. What were the challenges on this journey? For for the the academia journey. Yes. Hey. So now I don't know whether I can say it and still keep my job. It was it was really rough because um when you come from private sector ideas can be quite radical. So you find that something you think should be done in two minutes takes two weeks. And you're supposed to understand that the context doesn't allow for speed. And you were built on speed. So for the last 20 years, I've been constantly trying to adjust to the fact that you don't work in a private sector. And, and look, to confess that it's a 20-year battle shows that it's been a real battle. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Go, go, go. I mean, like, look, you can send a document. You work on a document after church on a Sunday for seven hours. And then you don't get a response for four days. And I'm like, ah, but me, I made a sacrifice on a Sunday to do a document. Charlie is like, boys, boys, they watch the document. It's like, Charlie, what they go on? <laughs> and you know, you, 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 so every time you're like, take it, take it. And my wife keeps saying, Charlie, Bob, relax. You see, the thing, people don't work like you work. Yeah. So that has been my biggest challenge working in public, a public sector university. But I found that if you slowly build consensus, mm and you slowly bring people around, eventually the vision will be sold and eventually get where you're going. Okay. It may not be as fast, but you still get there. Look, um, I was in Kigali a few months ago when I got a call from one of my fathers, Mr. Alex Banfo, used to be the MD of GSMF. So we did uh, champion condoms with him, we did bazooka condoms, and he had, he had written this book called Guts and Grits. Oh, that, that's the one you have yes. over there. You have it, yeah. Something about successful entrepreneurs. No, I don't Ghana. have it. I, you don't I have this one? No, 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 I don't have it. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll organize one for you. Yeah. And it was about six successful Ghanaian entrepreneurs. Yeah, I profiled them in this book. Hmm. So he said to me, Bob, you know what? Can you do a forward to the book? I'm like, oh, why not? I mean, like, if your father comes and says, do a forward to a book, it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah. So I did it for him. And it was one more example of how joining the academy gives me latitude to be a blessing to people who have blessed me in the past as well. Mm. So uh, the, the, the academy has not, sometimes not as fast as I want it to be, but I've learned to adjust. Mm -hmm. And then also sometimes I find that the connection with town is not as, the town-gown connection is not as strong as I want it to be sometimes. And I get the sense sometimes that because I came from town, I feel it should be a natural connection. <laughs> yeah. Things are changing though, because I find more universities doing the industry. Look, when I did my PhD in Denmark, we had something called industrial PhDs. Mm. So you can be a regular student or an industrial PhD student. Industrial PhDs is where a Nestle takes maybe $50,000 and says, we are putting a PhD position in the department of marketing at the GCTU business school. People can apply. You like you apply and then you are chosen. Nestle pays for your PhD from start to finish and pays the university stipend as well. So there are all these innovative industry, academia type collaboration that I pray yeah. that sooner than later would also characterize the Ghanaian university environment. But mm. all said, you know, smooth right. I did senior lecture in two and a half years, did HOD, climb, 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 did ASOPROV, did full prof, did the two PhDs. I've been head of department for seven years. I was head of Hilal Iman for three, Hilal Iman Hall for three years. I was director of institutional advancement for a year and a half. So Legon has been a big, big blessing to me. Then I went to Rwanda and I've come back to the Ghana Communication Technology University. So I've enjoyed myself tremendously. How was Rwanda? You got that job last year. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. How long did you stay there? For about eight, eight months, eight, nine months. It was very short, but... Why was it so short? Good question. So, um, when I saw the advert for the Ghana Communication Technology University job, I had to make a decision and um, to, to stay in Rwanda or come home. And so, when, when, I, when I sort of did the calculation regarding big brand, Rwanda, Paul Kagame, Amin. And you know, when I became acting VC, that story sort of took over 
Ghana by storm and I got people tweeting to thank me. The Rwandans were totally blown away. Then I had to remind myself of why I became an academic, you know, and I, I, I became an academic to help, not to be a rock star. You know, rock star is good. <laughs> and uh, uh, Rwanda was my rock star, like, you know. So I, I went to have a, a discussion with the, the people there, the, the big men there. And then we came to some sort of fantastic compromise. I had a senior scholar friend who, who was based in South Africa, but I was Tanzanian. Mm -hmm. And so what we did was that we sort of agreed that he would come and become vice chancellor because I transitioned from deputy VC to acting VC. Mm -hmm. So by the time I was leaving to come to Ghana, the guy had arrived in Rwanda and taken over the reins of the university. Okay. So at any rate, I think it was a seamless transition and I didn't leave some sort of lacuna that nobody could fail. Prof, but, you yes. still not answered my question. What was the question? Why did I come? <laughs> my family is here. <laughs> you cry. What are you saying? My family is here. And my brother, if, if you can help in Ghana, you felt Rwanda small. I mean, so I came home to help and Honestly, the technology thing too excited me because you know, okay. technology is the future. And uh, mm -hmm. if I get to work in a technology university, I felt like it would be a good transition in the way my career had evolved. So okay. one home is so okay. two. Technology was a big thing for me. Yeah, we want yeah. to do some magic at that university. And my yeah. VC says he's creating. He calls it a Las Vegas Silicon Valley. Yeah, anytime he says like uh, Silicon Valley is one part. But I said. The Rasmatas is the Las Vegas part. <laughs> the Las yeah. Vegas so part. <laughs> being a marketing boy, I can relate to Las Vegas Silicon Valley. So we are pushing hard. Oh dear, yeah, good stuff, me. good stuff. Absolutely. Look, lot, before I actually get to the message, lots of messages are coming in. You have yes, no please. idea. Yes, uh, folks are sending in messages on our Facebook live feed. Yes, uh, you can also get onto our Facebook live feed and put your comments there. <laughs> our WhatsApp number is choked at the moment. Yes, I read please. the messages, but I won't know how your stay in Kigali was. And how different is the curriculum and, and the structure okay. of uh, academia in, in Kigali? Very, I'm very happy you asked that question. You know, in Rwanda, in my university, the University of Kigali I was in, I found that we actually pay by modules. I was so fascinated. So you don't pay the regular semester fee. No, 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 no. You pay one, one, one. So you take one course, you pay. Take one, you pay. Oh, okay. uh, if you don't pay, you're not going. It was, it was, I, mm -hmm. I thought it was such a revolutionary way of paying university fees. And mm -hmm. so so it, 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 I, was, I was quite blown away. That was one, two. It was a very culturally diverse university. On the faculty side, we had like maybe 12, 13 different nationalities, not on the student side. Mm. And so I found myself working with Tanzanians, Ugandans, Kenyans, you know, and yeah. we, we recruited a, a marketing director from Ghana as well. So so it was culturally diverse and the country works, you know, and um, I also live not too far from the university, so I could keep the weight down by walking to and from work every day. So that, that was also a blessing. No plenty car and traffic and pollution. Just walk and go, walk and go, walk and go. So that also worked very, very well. And then I got to host some fantastic people there as well. Uh, I had a lot of Ghanaians coming through. Professor Bochi came through. We had a fantastic time. The, the dean of the Gimpa Law School. So I think I got to do some excellent ambassadorial work as well and hosted quite a number of my friends. My friend Brazi came through, Kwame Buedi. Yeah. And you know, so I, it was good. It was good. But yeah. let's talk about the depth of the courses. Well, hmm, that's a tricky one. So, 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 the courses were not markedly different from what we have here. the The only novelty was the way students paid to patronize the courses. But we still had evening school. We still had day school, mm. which is not new. I mean, we, yeah. at the University of Ghana Business School, we have all those options as well. So, so there was not a big difference in that in that general regard. But, 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 but all said, what was really interesting for for, for us was the diversity of cultures yeah. on faculty side and student side. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let me read some of the messages coming in. Um, lots of them actually uh, about time, Prof Henson. You are marketing. Congratulations. That's from Barbara Eastman. All right, Barbara, thank you so much. Uh, Prof. Henson is an amazing personality to work with, full of energy and very inspiring from Dr. Asravo, who's the HOD for the economics department at uh, 
GCTU. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, I bet you help me out with some of the messages because. Barbara is my senior from school. Okay. Yes. Prof is the most wanted marketing scholar in the world. Preach. My mentor and a firebrand of a unique niche. Uh, I love how he exhumes unimaginable energy than those he's even older than. Messy. Sour. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. Can you take your time with rolling the messages, guys? <laughs> There's so many of them. They're just rolling through them. Hi, Alexis. I first met Bob Henson now prof in my first year of campus i think he was in the final year with comrade dumont uh, he was very well spoken and held great discussions he could easily strike a friendship with anyone and start intellectual discussions i'm not surprised that he has excelled in academia congratulations to him uh you could, that's from sc all right sc thank you so much for your message as well uh, i'm enjoying the show big time good evening lexus my marketing lecturer for a year at ugbs Tell him I remember him for wearing football club jerseys to lecture halls. <laughs> Professor is a top guy, Alexis. Uh, tell him each one of us who passed through him loves him. And that's from Mamley in Contentments. Life has taught you a lot of lessons, Prof. Yes. Um, from working, your working life, relationships with people. Yes. Family. Yes. What's the greatest lesson life has taught you? Hmm. I know this will sound almost hackneyed or like a cliche, but uh, like Luke one thirty seven says, with God nothing shall be impossible because some of the adversities I've had to contend with, it has taken God to see me through. And the thing is that when you go through one battle and, and, and you survive, it gives you the, the courage to go to the next and the next and the next. So I think that... Um, just just focusing on God's word and what it can do for me has taught me resilience. Mm. And and also I think one thing I've also learned is that we grow through networks. And I keep saying that a PhD will not prosper you. Your network will prosper you. And I find shockingly that people don't intentionally build their networks. And I keep saying that, look, in life, eh, anything that confronts you with two phone calls, you should sort it out any type of problem because you need to build a network you have old school mates you have churches you go to you have former professors you have friends and family you have people you meet when you are jogging on the road all these things they matter i remember four or five years ago i was 24 kilos than i am right now and i decided to sort of make some changes in my lifestyle and it was very tough at the beginning but i always testify that i started that journey by going on a 10-day retreat, I went to Tanzania and South Africa for 10 days, and I went to pray. I said, God, help me. So I came back, started eating, started exercising. And for five years, I think I've kept off the weight magnificently. So it's been God from day one. And when I say it, since my wife says, tell them you work hard. If you say it's God, I said, oh, fine, no. So she goes, hey, Bob, hey, coffee, come on, get warm, get my car, So, So I sort of have to place that in perspective because she says that if you keep talking about praying tongues too much, people would think that that alone is... So yes, I think she's listening. They are, they are not in the country now, but take it up with when come, I can hear in war. So I think it's... A, it's, a, it's what's, a, what's her name? Duchess. She's like the Duchess of York. She's called Duchess. Not Tiki Henson, yes. Uh, so so right. she's away now. But it, it's been God from day one. But say I work like a bull, my goodness. I work hey, I work hard. Hey, I work I work very, very hard because the Bible says in Proverbs fourteen twenty three that in all labor there's profit. But the talk of the mouth tends to penury. Now, I keep telling people that if you're a Christian and the bandit is that labor yields profit, if there's no profit, there's a problem with your labor. The labor must necessarily yield profit. Mm -hmm. So I went like a bull and I consistently measured the profit as a result of the work. If the tally is getting weak, I believe God for new strength because the profit must show. Yeah. And it shows in a multiplicity of ways. So I think it's been God from day one. But reliance on God has taught me to make profit and the profit shows up in a multiplicity of ways. That has been my blessing. What's your greatest fear? Eesh, my greatest fear. My yearly annual checkups. <laughs> Anytime I'm afraid that I go and I pass. I think today I passed again. So my <laughs> wife was telling me. 
but that no shock being get take you no go near coyas and no shake behavior that you laugh so i mean apart from that look god is very 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 gracious to me once i pass those unofficed because i get new vim to tackle the next day then i get afraid again when i'm going but i was told this morning to stop fearing so even that one is is passed i think my greatest fear sometimes is that i'm not able, i'll not be able to fully fulfill god's mandate before i go back L- let me explain that a little if you've been in lighthouse for 28 years you're taught one thing that when all is said and done is about soul winning mm. but some years ago i used to be very aggressive with soul winning when we're in Kolegono, for instance every sunday after church we'll go to manpubi police station Kolegono police station kolibu police station testano police station Alexis, by the time you preach, you say, when you're at Kantabak and I preach and I give you bread and water, you receive Christ immediately. So I remember those days who preach. And, uh, so when we go 28 in the back. So I used to come like every Sunday, 28, 15, 20. But nowadays it's been a little difficult. And I'm trying to reorganize myself to go back to the field because Bishop Dwight Mill says two things. You either assist in the sending, you go yourself, or you do both. Mm. So for the longest time, I've been focusing on assisting the spend in the sending. So you contribute to crusades. But I feel as if it's time to go back to the field because this plenty market I've learned is about time to use it to convert some new souls to Christ. Yeah. So, so, so I'm working on that. Awesome. And I'm hoping awesome. that, 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 awesome. that will come through very well as, as well for me. Well, yes. you have actually impacted mm-hmm. many lives. Thank you very much. In sir. Ghana. And evidently, your students and friends and people who have encountered you have sent in very profound words today. And if I you can send say, in tithes and offerings, don't you have a Momo line? <laughs> as a, all these words. Did you send Momo right? Yes, don't you have a, <laughs> let me send you the Joy FM Momo line. Or we consult there on the month. Oh, Lexis, why do you laugh? <laughs> no, because you need to bring an offering. It, it just hurts me that I'm about to end this program. <laughs> but I have to, I have to. But yes. to be honest, I mean, you're amazing. God bless and you, And you sir. deserve to be celebrated. And I'm happy that we got the chance to have this conversation with you today. God bless you, Personality sir. profile. God bless you so 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 much thank you Lexus. and may he open more doors amen and uh make you bigger amen than you already are amen professor amen bob thank you Ibu Hinson. thank you sir thank you sir. god bless you god bless you too have a good one <laughs> my name is lexus bill this is a great evening if you missed any part of this conversation the video is live on our facebook page right now yeah when we're done you can actually share it with your friends you can actually watch it from the beginning all over again okay and uh yeah next week willing we're back with another edition of personality profile on behalf of the team we're really grateful very shortly uncle ken is gonna be on your radio i totally can't wait thank you so much and welcome so have a great evening and i'll be on your radio again tomorrow at three o'clock good night tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for robin hood gold's ira with a three percent match you can get up to 195 dollars for the 2023 tax year oh yeah sign up at robinhood.com boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market subscription fees apply Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.